0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Manu Cherry Show. I'm your host. We're going to hang out for the next hour, and today we're going to be talking about spirit guides and, of course, other happenings, because I'm going to give a little bit of explanation about the dimensions and the time-space realities that affect the human life here. And for those of you who listen to the show or come to classes or have seen me um, privately, you know that I tend to stay pretty grounded in the here and now and uh, kind of collect our information based on the human perception because we are in a body and we need to try to figure it out here while we're on earth. Um, rather than pretending that we're not here, which many people try to do, <laughs> and I have my moments, of course, um, and uh, then try to figure it out. That makes it a little bit more challenging. So we're going to be talking about uh, the other side, spirit guides, all the dimensional time-space realities, all those lovely things. And I want to thank everyone. I, I'll thank you at the get, again at the end of the hour, but thank you for listening. It's lovely to have all the callers that we have that call in from around the country and sometimes internationally, which we always appreciate. Spirit guides are beings that live um, in the fifth dimension, which is the other side, the place that, at least that's how I describe it. The fourth dimension, which is the closest to our dimension, is a place of travel. So it's its a really big time-space reality, bigger than the planet Earth, very complicated, the fourth dimension. It looks like if we were to compare it to something that looks similar to it in the physical world, it's a 20-lane, 20-tiered freeway with every color of the rainbow moving fast in the lanes, It's complicated. You can access past lives from this dimension.
1: Sounds like Vegas.
0: (laughs) Actually, (laughs) I think you're right. And you know, it's funny because I've never been to Vegas, and a lot of people say that psychics really shouldn't go there. But maybe I'm in Vegas all the time, and I just don't realize it. (laughs)
1: Perhaps.
0: (laughs) That was really good, Eric. Good good point. Um, So your spirit guides actually stay in a a little bit of a hallway, not 24-7, but when you're working on a problem or an issue where there's a great focus on your life, which there really always is, but maybe a more pronounced focus, they're kind of in the fourth dimension or in some hallway that allows them to connect to our third dimensional space. The fifth dimension, which is just beyond the fourth, is the other side or the heaven for this earth plane. That's where everyone who um, leaves this place, when they leave their body, they go to the fifth dimension. They may go to other dimensions once they've kind of checked in checked out whatever it is that they're going to do and head on you know to whatever the 19th 100th whatever there's thousands and thousands of time-space realities so your guides actually their home while they're guiding you is in the fifth but they hang out in these corridors because they all work together like eric's guides probably said vegas (laughs) (laughs) and then eric said vegas and yeah i would completely agree with that one Um, The fifth dimension is literally three feet away from your physical body at all times. So we literally walk into each other's worlds 24-7. Can you imagine that? All the time.
1: No wonder I feel claustrophobic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can feel that way. It absolutely can. So a lot of people ask me, where are my guides? I'm asking for their help. They're not helping me. What's going on? And and I've had many people say, "Um, I think my guides are on vacation. Mm. Guides can't take a vacation. They're like parents. Even when parents go on vacation, they have to hire a nanny. Right. You know, they're... Texting the nanny. There's emails going back and forth. The kids are calling. So guides never really, really get a vacation. It's twenty four seven.
1: Well, I think those people are probably just joking, but they <laughs> they probably feel like they're not getting the guidance the guidance right. that they they want. Right, so.
0: right. And and I th- you're absolutely right, Eric. And, and the reason why they they feel like they're not getting the guidance that they're seeking is because they're probably not listening. Mm. A lot of times, the guidance that we're getting isn't what we want, and we tend to be picky you know we want this one thing and we want it and we want it and where is everybody to support it and maybe there's something else that's actually better for us Mm -hmm. right yeah so that's what we're talking about today is spirit guides and we have callers so i think we should head to the phone lines
1: absolutely uh we've got our lines full already so let's uh, go to gillette wyoming i think it is and talk to kelly
0: hi kelly how are you Hello. I'm so excited to be your first caller. Thank you. You're welcome. Are you close to uh, oh, Jackson Hole? No. <laughs> okay, that's the only place I've been to in Wyoming. So. No,
2: we're closer to the South Dakota border,
0: actually. Oh, wow. It's beautiful there. The animals are amazing. I felt like I was in safari when I was there. <laughs> really? It was amazing. So what can okay. I do for you today? Um, I actually talked to
2: you about two years ago, but this is What the did first I say? Time. <laughs> you said that I would probably um, that I would leave my husband <laughs> close to two years, one and a half to two years, and it's been right at two years, and I just left him.
0: Oh wow! wow. It's only been a week. Wow.
2: Um, I guess I feel a little uh, as much as I I wanted it, and I and I do know that this is the best thing for me. It's kind of a hard transition.
0: I agree. It's so hard. It's challenging. And I understand my marriage was about 50 times worse than yours, I believe, or more challenging. And I had a really hard time, too, as well. What's going to help is because he's really mad right Mm -hmm. now. And so that's going to help you because he's going to show his frustration and his anger. And you're going to go, oh, yeah, that's why we're And and that's not the only reason. There's multiple reasons why the two of you aren't going to cohabitate together. Um, and you 're not going to family in that way you 're going to family and unique in unique and different ways that work for both of you ultimately and, and so the great thing, even though I can tell you a million things, which you know i 'll tell you a few things of course, is that he 's going to just remind you he 's going to get mad and say the things that you don 't like for him to say and, and you 're going to be taking deep breaths and hoping for patience and grace and light to come in because you know that you know working together as a family unit, even if you're in separate homes is in the best interest of everyone involved. And it's what you want. Um, but he's going to show you his frustration. So you, 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 whatever you're feeling right now, it's not going to last very long. Okay. And, uh, and I would just continue to tell yourself what you have been telling yourself, that you're doing what's in the best interest of all. What some people don't always understand is that we're not always meant to be together forever. We come together for profound, amazing reasons like creating children or learning a specific soul's desire of information. And and you've grew a lot in this relationship. Have you realized that?
2: Um, I think I've realized I've grown a lot, but I haven't... I don't understand what I've learned from
0: it. Ah. So if we were to look at what you've decided is that you've grown a lot, what is it that you've... What has been the growing for you? How would you describe it?
2: Um, I think how to... <laughs> how to um, maybe... Get myself back up off the ground <laughs> after being squished like a bug. Ah, I mean, I don't know uh, what I do and don't want.
0: Good. So you have learned that. What? Yeah. You, perfect. So what that tells me, um, you said squish like a bug, and what it tells me is that you've learned to become empowered. You're learning about your personal power. And when you think about it from a soul's perspective, let's say that before you came to earth, since we were talking about the dimensions right before, you know, uh, we went to your phone call, you know, when you were at the fifth dimension deciding to come back to earth to have a life and you already picked out your guides because everybody picks out their guides before they come here, just like you pick your parents. We all have free will and we're all very powerful beings. So you went up to some beings that you thought or think that are more enlightened than you and you asked them if they would guide you and they said, sure absolutely. And they signed up for your entire lifespan from the moment you were conceived into the moment you'll go back to the fifth dimension. And during the process of, I think it takes about four earth years to figure out a, you know, what is this lifetime going to be about? What it is that I want to learn? How can I best put myself in positions to really learn these things? Um, I would imagine that one of the things you wanted to learn was personal power. And if you hadn't learned it through more organic ways, then most human beings choose to learn through contrast. We generally choose to learn through difficulty, um, stress, anxiety. We don't have to learn that way. We can learn through meditation and more self-love, which you're learning now that, wow, if I love myself more, I learn things so much faster. So probably the relationship with your husband was that, well, if I don't learn it organically, then I'm going to learn it through some contrast. Even though it's uncomfortable, I really want to learn this.
2: Yeah, and I've, I've definitely done that.
0: Good job. Congratulations.
2: Um, as far as am I making the right choice to stay here in the house? I, he's in an apartment, but I get a little scared.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I, I The living situation, I looked at it a few moments ago. I didn't really know, you know that he was in an apartment and you were in the house, but it felt really good to me.
2: He actually it, has a business that runs out of our shop, so he's here every morning
0: just in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, so morning's fine. You know, yeah. that's a time to check in and, yeah. and connect with one another because I ultimately see that you two are going to be friends, and it's not going to take the nine years that it took my ex-husband and I. So oh,
2: I'm, I'm trying my darndest. I'm praying that's all I really truly want.
0: Yeah, it's see, see how you set this up so beautifully? I'm so proud of you. You've done such a great job. So probably in the next nine months, which is interesting, not nine years, but nine months, you're going to notice that the friendship has really settled, like his anger has relaxed, he's probably will start to look at, what can I do in my next relationship to ensure that it's going to last longer than this last one? And you see
2: us both in another relationship?
0: Oh, yeah, you're both going to partner with other people. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Okay, good.
2: So, Pardon? Like a time frame? For yeah, I, I know sorry.
0: you. Want, no, no, I know you <laughs> want the time frame. Um, I'm, f- I, I'm actually getting three years, and I don't want you to freak out. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to meet anyone to three years. You could meet someone very soon, but not make a committed relationship for until three years. Okay. This is your time to feel comfortable with yourself and confident, mm-hmm. feel even safe in the house you know, that you can be on your own and take care of yourself and enjoy your life as a single person before you partner with another person.
2: Yeah. And I'm having, I'm definitely feeling like I, I want to do that. I
0: good. want to enjoy yeah, myself. Good insight. Good intuition. You're doing a great job. I'm, I'm again, my, you know, sending my love and compassion for the struggle that you're going through right now, but I think you're making a great choice. And I think both of you are ultimately going to be very happy with the decision.
2: Thank you so very much.
0: You're welcome. Have a great time in Wyoming, looking I, at the moose and the coyotes and all the animals that I saw when I was there. Antelope. There's antelope everywhere. Every oh, day. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, okay. How, thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Our next caller, it's Barb calling from Sammamish.
0: Hi, Barb. How are you? I'm
3: great, thanks. How are you? I'm
0: fantastic. What, what can I do for you today?
3: Well, I'm, I guess I'd like sort of a general reading um, to see if there's anything that my guides are trying to um, get my attention on, I do pick up quite a bit of my, um, of my guidance, but um, I'm just wondering if there's anything that they sort of want to point out to me, particularly relating to health.
4: Okay,
0: uh, you, you have a very strong personality, and so do your guides, and, and which is perfect, right? Because you need to have things, I, I don't mean like hit over your head, but you, you kinda kind of need <laughs> something a little obvious. And luckily, your guides like to do it that way. You know, they, right. they like to like really shock you, but you love it. So there's this wonderful relationship between the, oh, shock and surprise that's going on in your life on a regular basis, which is really fun and exciting. Um, physically, when I scan your body, I'm actually in your lower back.
5: Mm -hmm. And
0: uh, so that's the area, you know, where I'm drawn to. And what I hear from your guides is that, and you've been so good at this in so many years, but I think it's more with female friends, female acquaintances, people in your life where setting boundaries isn't always working for you. Right. You're bright. You have strong intuition. You give great advice. And you've attracted, or this could be historically, because maybe you've already shifted it, but it's pretty weak in the lower back, so that would indicate to me it probably hasn't shifted yet. And I'm sending Mm -hmm. some strong energy to your lower back so we can build the grid lines in there. Oh, great. Thank you. Sure. So we can create some stability so that there's not discomfort if you're having some of that. So what happens is you've got great insight. You attract people who want advice, but the problem is they don't want to listen to it. (laughs) And then you back down and compromise and apologize because sometimes they feel offended, you know, and and, and I'm going to recommend that you look for peers, people who are strong like you, who have strong intuition like you, who can take the good stuff when they ask for it, particularly, you know, because your friends ask you, you give it to them, and then they're not happy with it. <laughs> I, I think you'll be so much happier. And and I, what I would love for you to do, because some of your friends that you have actually can do a little bit of shifting mm-hmm. and maintain the friendship that the that you have, but you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to be honest in the fact of saying, I think I give great advice. That, that this is what I want you to say. I think I give great advice. You've asked me for it, and then you know you insult me, and you might find kinder words. You insult me by, A, not listening to it and reprimanding me for the advice. So I'd love for you to have a conversation where you own your intuition and your intelligence and your compassion and your friendship because you are a great friend. You're true. You're there all the time. You're incredibly loyal. So I want you to stick up for yourself and set a boundary.
3: Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and I am starting to... I, I definitely do have some friends that are very definitely peers in
4: mm-hmm. that
3: sense, mm-hmm. but there's, there's only a few, and, and, you know, we've got different lives, and so I don't get to see them as much as I would like to, so they're not always in my
4: circle.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you have some similar to what I discussed? Yes, yeah, yeah. there
3: are some. I, you know, I have been, you know, dropping away from that gradually, but it's been very gradual. Okay. So, yeah, I probably need to focus on doing a little more of that.
0: And the reason why I'm getting that, you know, to have this conversation is really for you to own who you are. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it's, it's, yeah.
0: it's you know, th- this other stuff is going to work out no matter what, but the lower back is about your will and relationships for you. And so you're, what you're doing is you're softening your own will it, it, which is actually a good thing because I want you to align to the divine. But when you over soften and you over compromise mm-hmm. and you apologize for who you are. Right. Not probably the best thing for your lower back or your divine connection, your intuition. Then it comes out fuzzy rather than that strong, great, intuitive hit that you can get so easily. Right. Yeah.
5: Very cool. Oh, thank you so much. And, welcome. and it totally is my lower back. I mean, I've been having problems with that for years. So. Oh,
0: well, it's going to start to heal because the grid lines are in there right now. So if you start to make some you know, choices in that direction, even if you just start talking out loud or pretend like you're talking to your friends and right. make more of that assertive energy, then you're going to continue to build the grid lines in there so that your back doesn't become unstable.
4: Excellent. Well, thank
0: you so much. You're welcome. really appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a fabulous day. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: All right, now let's talk to Linda calling from Bellevue.
0: Hi, Linda. How are you?
4: Hi, Marie. I'm great, thanks. Great.
0: What can I do for you?
4: Well, um, I guess I would love to know what my spirit guides have to suggest for work, um, just my life in general.
0: Yeah, because that's what I'm actually getting is a general reading. I'm hoping that it swishes over to the career. You know, I'm like putting intention out there. I'm happy
4: with any
0: information. Okay, great. You have a lot of guides, uh, and, you know, there's at least eight. Eight is a really great number. It's the affinity sign, so it shows me how creative and flexible and unique you can be. If for some reason you're not experiencing life like that, then you're not aligned in the True Authenticity of Yourself. So oh, you have this beautiful yeah. number eight. Okay, so is that happening for you? Oh,
4: well, that's how I've lived my whole life, actually. Good. Um, I'm just a little stuck with uh, my creativity and, and making a living
0: okay all right so you have eight guides lovely many of them are very old souls you know perhaps lived in lemuria or atlantis other dimensions healers intuitives psychics very powerful lovely people kind generous compassionate who have great insight so these are your guides (laughs) and the guides hold energy that's very similar to the energy that we're meant to hold in our own beings because very few people hold their true authentic energy Mm -hmm. um so Know that they're they representation of the true authentic parts of you, so that's important for you to to recognize and appreciate and value about yourself. You have what I call as an an archway. Have you ever heard me talk about that before? No. Okay. So an archway is when a person that would be you has done significant inner work um, on your own rather recently, mm-hmm. and this inner work you're now getting an opportunity almost sneeze there. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Thank you. Where you're getting an opportunity for even more growth. So what's happening is this archway, it looks like half of the McDonald's golden arch. That's how I see it. Uh-huh. It's about 50 feet high, 20 feet wide. And in the arch, the third dimensional space is being peeled back and other dimensions from other time, space, reality, their light and energy is now flooding into your body. So if you, you're sitting down, but if you were standing up, it would be about five feet behind you, and that's where it's going to stay for the next two years. So this is great. You've got forty-eight months of energy coming from other dimensions to help you move forward in your life positively. Okay. Okay. So career rise. Have you ever done anything in the in the he, in the healing world, whether it's conventional or holistic?
4: I haven't, but but I I, I guess on my own with friends and uh, uh-huh. and as far as as uh, compassion and communication, mm-hmm. yes, but but not not a not anything specific. Okay.
0: And is there a reason for that? Is are you not attracted to it, or
4: um, I don't know where to go. I don't oh. know what I don't. I really don't know what to do. Uh-huh. Even I mean, I've got books on energy medicine. I've right. got, but I. Well, we'll
0: he- I, I get stuck. Okay, so here's a couple things. One, I actually wrote down, before I even asked the question, flower essences. Uh-huh. So if you haven't studied them, I think it would be really fun to study them. Get certified in flower essences because you have a very gentle way of helping people to heal. They're, it's very soft and very loving and compassionate. It's really nice. And that's how flower essences are. They, are. they are an energy. They're really lovely. And then I would work on, why do you have to go anywhere? You know, uh, one day when I was trying to decide should I go to the Barbara Burnham School of Healing or do I need to go study with Carolyn Mace this was years ago um, Uh just before well probably right when I just began a practice and I was still working as a nurse and I was a single parent and uh, it was very expensive to go to these programs too I'm sure they're wonderful excellent programs and I heard my guide say who do you think taught Carolyn Mace and who do you think taught Barbara Burnham they said you have a whole hospital full of patients get to work and so what I'm saying to you is beings from the non-physical World, are our teachers too, and so why why not invite them into your home, into your life, into your heart, and just start learning? Because it's almost like you're waiting for some program to show up that's going to tell you that you're good enough um, to do something that you do normally. And how about? You're good enough already, and what you need will can just naturally and authentically come to you, even if it is a program um, that comes to you. It'll be it'll excite you. It'll make you happy. It'll be easy, affordable, fun. But do you know what I'm talking about?
4: Yes, I know exactly what you're talking okay. about. And I think I get that way with um, things I I want to do. For instance, I do interior, interior design, and mm-hmm. and I get you know to market myself. I I just stop because I. I don't quite know how to do that, uh-huh. but yet when I'm offered a job and I do it, I do it. I mean, with uh, my heart and soul, right? And and it's usually absolutely beautiful. So, I,
0: so. It's, so, confidence obviously is yeah. an issue, and having these beings from the non physical world work with you. You've got this archway open, and you have a lot of celebratory energy in the archway. So, it's going to be positive a positive 48 month time period with extra guides. And I would, you know, marketing, because um, it's something I actually love, marketing is about believing in yourself. Right. You know, If you can believe in yourself and what you do in the world, that's the best marketing you could ever use. And start feeling that you already have all the clients that you could possibly want. They're already there. They love your work. You're happy as can be. Start feeling that right now. Okay. That will attract people to you as well.
4: Oh, That is a great idea.
0: Good. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in. Well,
4: thank you, Marie. Have a great day. You
0: too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Now we're going to talk to Shannon calling from Seattle.
0: Hi, Shannon. How are you? Hello.
1: Should be Shannon, but uh, maybe she's uh, just stepped away from the phone. <laughs> so let's let's try Susan first, calling from Bellevue. Okay. Hi, Susan. How are you?
5: Oh, hello, Marie. I'm fine. Great. Uh- I was checking to see to see what the um, like it's just a general reading. And sure, sure. Maybe a, more of a focus on relationships. Okay,
0: have you been feeling unco- like sick or <laughs> did you have a cold recently or? Um, I kind of have one now. Yeah, uh, it's so interesting because it's in the it's in your nervous system. It's really you know as soon as I moved into your energy, as soon as I got out of Shannon in Seattle, which we might get back to in a few moments, and <laughs> I went to Susan in Bellevue, all of a sudden my central nervous system started to shake a little bit. And so, you know, whatever cold you're having, it also has anxiety related to it. Is that true? Are you feeling more anxious these days?
5: I just started to feel anxious once I started feeling this cold.
0: Okay. All right. So what happens sometimes with colds um, or anything that kind of knocks us off kilter just a tad, in your case in particularly, but this could happen with other people as well, is you're wanting to break a defense mechanism. This is what's happening. You're wanting to break a defense mechanism, but you're having a hard time doing it. So your body's going, let's get her off kilter physically so she cannot defend so severely so that we can begin to break this defense mechanism. Did you recently pray that you really wanted to change something and you don't care how what it takes, you want to do it?
4: <laughs> well, yes. Yeah,
5: yeah, I do <laughs> pray was, a lot. Of
0: what was it? Do you remember what it was that you really want to change?
5: Oh, my rela- a relationship that I was I had.
0: Okay. And so did you do that?
5: Uh, well, it did change, but it didn't change the
0: way. It you mean it didn't go away, right?
5: <laughs> well, it did go away. It yeah. went away, and I, and I didn't want it
0: to go away. <laughs> okay, yeah. you know you're so cute. So here's that. It, it, so it has gone away physically, but in your mind, and your heart, and your spirit, it hasn't gone away yet. Yeah, yeah, and and yet it's the best thing for you because when you make a prayer, mm-hmm. you know, and you are someone who wants the highest good. And yet when the highest good comes, if it doesn't fit into you know the criteria of, you, of what you thought you wanted, then it becomes disappointing. And I think that this relationship ending is absolutely in your highest good
4: mm-hmm. because oh, this,
0: this person can't see who you are. Uh-huh. And it, it, there's also a little bit of an issue where you can't see who you are as well. And so you need to be surrounded by people who can see who you are better than you can and who inspire you to be more of who you are. And this person doesn't have that ability right now and may never for mm-hmm. in this lifetime for you. Right. Um, so, so I would continue the prayer. The prayer would be something like, um, may, let me please continue to release any defense mechanisms that are holding me back from my passion and my true life purpose. Could you do that?
6: I certainly
0: can. Okay, and then then there'll be another person that comes into your life, who reflects more of the things that you really want. Because when you were in this relationship, what I'm getting is that you were feeling lonely, and mm. uh, and not
5: really no, actually you no, weren't I, feeling lonely. No.
0: Okay, so then no. you, then your needs were getting met, and and you know you felt like this person was really there for you.
5: Uh, Well, (laughs) no, it wasn't really. No, but I, yeah, I knew that.
0: Right. So a lot of times people are in relationship and they don't want to leave the relationship because they don't want to feel lonely, but they're really feeling lonely because that person can't really be there for them in the way that is fulfilling. Mm -hmm.
5: Right.
0: Right. And so now he's gone and maybe you're feeling, you know, from your perspective, more lonely than you were in the relationship. But what we want is for you to feel fulfilled whether you're in a relationship or not, right? Right.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay, so so do the prayer for the defense mechanism. Yes. Promise?
4: Uh, Oh, absolutely. Can you hear that prayer again? Um,
0: Something to the effect of, you know, thank you so much for allowing me to release effortlessly and easily defense mechanisms. You know, thank you for allowing me to embrace myself at the highest level and allow my purpose to come through. Something like that. And, and there'll be a recording of this program on, on Sunday at noon, so you can listen to it again. And it'll be archived um, by Monday um, on my website, too. Okay,
3: great.
0: Thank you, and best of luck. You're you're in a good space, so don't worry. You're in a good space. It just feels a little uncomfortable.
4: Okay, good. Okay, That's thank
0: good. you. Thank you. Thank you, Marie. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back.
1: alternative talk 1150 it's the home of mastery in mystery this sunday theologian and bible scholar michael Bogar returns as our guest in the seven o'clock hour always a fascinating conversation and at 8 p.m sarah Beebe will discuss how to make divination a part of your spiritual practice maybe she'll bring her tarot cards have deck will travel two hours of mastery and mystery next Gary man show sunday at seven on alternative talk 1150
0: Start the new year with fun and inspiring tools that invoke curiosity and the desire to change. The Marie Manucherry Friends monthly two-hour class is an investment towards self-development that you won't want to miss out on. We'll provide even more tools to enhance positive thinking, spiritual growth, healing, and so much more. Go to energyintuitive.com to find out more and sign up for the next class. Notice anything different? You should. There's no other station like Alternative Talk
3: 11:50 a.m.
0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. We're in Seattle live, and you can listen to this, bro- this particular broadcast again at noon on Sundays. I'm just going to go over a few events before we go back to the phone lines. On um, February 6, I will be teaching again with the lovely Dr. Sheila Dunmeyer. She's a naturopath here in Washington State. She's actually going to come on the show next week for a surprise little pop-in visit. And we are teaching a class on heart health. We'll be at the Redmond Town Center Marriott, and in this class, we're going to explore what we physically circulate in our lives and learn the language of the heart, lymph system, thymus gland, venous and arterial circulation. And, of course, energetically, the heart chakra governs these organs and connects us to universal love. So universal love is high vibration quality that allows one to see beauty in every aspect of life. So that's what we're going to be working on. It's really fun, these classes. People ask questions. We do all kinds of interactive exercises. So you can go to my website, energyintuitive.com, and pre-register. Or you can call Dr. Merritt's office and register for that as well. And that phone number is 425 452 9366. And uh, we have two more classes coming up, but we'll talk about that at another time. And then I'm also going to be at East West Bookshop on February 26th. I'll be teaching a class called You Can Have It All. That's going to be fun and exciting. It's about manifesting. And then I'm going to be in Sun Valley. I love Sun Valley, Idaho. I'll be there doing an event on February 19th at the Next Stage Theater and also Bridging Worlds and Whole Day Workshop between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. It's going to be on Spirit Guides. The other side, I'll do medium work. Very exciting. You can go to my website, or you can also go to the Sun Valley Wellness and get all the information about the class and register online. There will also be a reception on the Friday night class, so I'll be able to meet people an hour before we go in and talk for an hour and a half about energy medicine. So let's go back to those phone lines, Eric.
1: All right. Let's try Shannon again. I think we've got her on the line this time. She's calling from
0: Seattle. Hi, Shannon. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. You're welcome. And and I want to hear what you have to say, but your guides are screaming at me. So (coughs) do you mind if I just go straight to them? No, please. <laughs> okay. You have 10 guides. That's a lot. I only have three. So, I mean, so far, our callers have way more guides than I do. You have 10 guides. They're screaming at the top of their lungs. They said you've been asking for help and guidance. You've been wanting to connect with them, and you do have moments of connection, but they're saying that you're just not listening. Is that true? Are you not listening? Or or. Okay go ahead. apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so is there a question you're particularly asking them or because they're just screaming like she's not listening she's not listening is there something in particular you're wanting guidance on
3: I'm just I wonder what that means that I'm not listening because I um you know I feel like I'm trying really hard to yeah, listen
0: right well, I'll tell you a story, and it's so funny. Some personal stories I really don't want to share on the air, quite frankly. But when my guides keep dropping it in my head, it's like I have to divulge my personal life. It's just a little embarrassing. So, um, uh, I talk to my guides all the time. I do automatic writing and, you know, all that good stuff. And for years I would say, okay, where's my life partner? You know, and I would sit in my living room and write it on a piece of paper and just sit there patiently waiting for all this dialogue to come down. And I heard nothing, absolutely nothing. And it took me five years to recognize that I was hearing nothing because there was nothing to say. Um, cause I needed to be single. And I needed to be alone and to learn how to, you know, be my own person and all of those things that go along with that. So what I'm going to ask you to do is rephrase whatever your questions are with your guides, because whatever question you're asking isn't going to elicit the response that you want. So you need to be more creative, like, wow, wouldn't have that been nice if I had asked, do I need to be single? You know, but it was a question I didn't want to ask. And so try re-asking your questions in like four different ways. Rewrite them in ways that you are even uncomfortable with, and then ask for the guidance. You should see your guides right now. They all just took a deep breath, released (laughs) their shoulders because they love you so much and they want to help you so much. They said you're doing okay right now, like today's an actually decent day for you, but some days have been kind of hard and they're trying to push the information through and they can't push it through because your consciousness won't allow that piece of information to come through.
3: See- and so I wonder, I mean, my question for you was about fear. Yeah. You know, and um, I feel like there's so much that's changed in a short period of time mm-hmm. uh, in in the way I'm living my life and the way I see the world. And I get so overwhelmed sometimes that I think I just want it all to stop. <laughs>
0: Well, you know? I don't think the changes are going to stop, um, and, and if some of them feel like you wish they hadn't happened, I would try to find another way to look at them. Just like, Yeah, I ha-
3: there's nothing like that. I'm happy with all the changes.
0: Perfect. So why is it overwhelming? If, if you're happy with them, why are you overwhelmed? I don't know. Ah.
3: Yeah. It's the fear. It's fear of what, what's happening, what's going to happen next. Do I have enough energy to keep, keep up this pace? Right. So
0: the answer would be there will continue to be a pace. There will co- continue to be change. And that's what you're afraid of, even though it's made you gloriously happy. And maybe the the part that's uncomfortable is the happiness. Maybe your body on a cellular level is more comfortable with chaos and challenge and drama and difficulty. And you've made a 180 in your life and you're allowing bliss and peace and nice flow into your life but yet your cells aren't exactly happy with it as of yet because they're not it's not familiar to them start talking to your body looking down at your legs or in, you know your torso or whatever and actually you know, tell your body what year it is, that everything's going great, all the things that you appreciate about this particular lifetime, be very clear of where you are presently. And yes, there's going to be a lot more changes. And so maybe that's why your guides are having a hard time connecting, because you don't necessarily want more change when you already like it. You know, there's (laughs) that's going on, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. So that's what I just I just took my first Reiki class with Jane Huey. Oh, lovely. I mean, does that seem like a good route for me to pursue with getting in touch with my body and shifting myself?
0: (laughs) And I love Jane. She's one of my mentoring students. I think she's fabulous. Uh, She's got a kind heart and she has great connection with spirit guides. So, yeah, and, and this will help you to, you know, Reiki helps people move into their body and calm down their energy as well. Helps with your connection with your spirit guides. So start talking to your body about what's really going on and ask that it get with the program that yourselves learn to give up the addiction to chaos historically right. and get right. comfortable with, with the flow.
3: Are there any guides that want to want to give me a visual so I could kind of connect to them <laughs> in my mind?
0: Oh, you mean what they look like? Yeah. Yeah. yeah your, your guides are definitely more contemporary looking. They all look like they're in their mid thirties. Quite frankly, you have more men than women. Um, the primary guy that stands the closest to you has a beard. He looks a little Asian is a full head of hair. He's wearing glasses. He looks a little geeky. Um, like maybe he, you know, works in multimedia or something like that. So he <laughs> is very visual. Visualization is important for you because obviously, because he is your primary guide and the way I described him. So he says to connect with him to help you is to find artwork even just a picture book that you absolutely love where you can allow yourself to let go and be in more of an ease and then you'll be able to have a stronger connection with him thank you you're welcome have a fantastic day say hi to thank Jane. you for very me. Much. all right okay bye-bye
3: okay bye marie
1: all right now we're going to go down to san diego california and talk to anthony
0: hi anthony how are you
5: hi how are you
0: great thank you what can i do for you um
2: I would
0: like a general reading. right? general reading? Sure. Okay. Well, you're a little stressed in my mind. Um, in a happy, good way, but a little stressed. Uh, I'm all over your spine. I'm actually in your glutes. Sorry about that. But I try to remind our listeners that I was a nurse, so I get to be in all the body parts. And it's really okay for me. So the glutes actually re- represent to me um, when they're highlighted that it's hard to let go of the past. You know, like it's a challenge. Is that true for you? Yes. And and right now in particular?
5: Um yeah, I just um I just left my job about six well, five months ago. Oh wow.
4: Well wow, cool. good. I
5: was for a long time.
4: <laughs> wow.
0: Well, congratulations, actually. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. So here's the homework that I give for the gluteus maximus muscles. And then I'm, I'm actually in your energetic field trying to calm down your parasympathetic response. I'm in the second layer of your auric field, which is the emotional response center. And you're a very sensitive guy. And what you're trying to do is shrink... Your second layer of your field, so you're not going to be over feeling, and you're the type of person who needs to have your field its normal 12 inches. And probably you're trying to shrink it. It's only really been the last three months because you're feeling more than you normally feel, and it's annoying and makes you feel a little off. But I'm just calming down that second layer of the field and asking it to spread out really nicely. So for um, the glutes and ultimately the sciatic nerve, but your nerves look fine to me a little bit irritated on the left. But other than that, they're fine. Um, Is to tell yourself that you've always done the very best you could in every situation of your life. That's one thing that can be like your regular mantra that you can tell yourself. And then a fun thing to do. And this takes about 10 minutes where you lie down and think of an area of your life that you haven't been able to let go of and and bring it to your consciousness after you've been able to empower yourself. So to empower oneself, I think, you know, what helps is to remember all the great things about you. You know, like this morning, I took out the trash before the trash man can. You know, I'm not running down, you know, in my heels, in my robe or whatever. You know, uh, I did it before the trash man came. So I, I gave myself a, yeah, hey, good day. Right. So little things and large things, education, relationships, whatever it is that you can recall that makes you feel like, yeah, I'm a really great guy. I'm a good person. Then you can recall that previous experience you haven't been able to let go of. And while you're in this empowered energy, ask yourself, what about this situation helped me to grow? Because as you know, because you have really strong consciousness, as you know, every situation ha- is a gift for us, is a lesson for us. And when when you do that exercise wh- while you're in that empowered state, you're going to be able to um, see the beauty in it. And then I won't be looking at your glutes next time you call. Okay. Okay.
4: Yeah, correct. Um,
3: and how long is your waiting list for? Oh, per- for reading? private
0: sessions?
4: Uh-huh.
0: Well, unless you have a health issue, which you don't look like, and Karen's giving me nine months. So okay. um, I think we're in October. Yeah, we're in October right now. Um, but, you know, uh, I'd love to talk to you and see you in nine months <laughs> or <laughs> whenever it happens. That'd be great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Alrighty, bye-bye.
1: All right, now we're going to talk to... Uh, th- I'm just trying to get the image of you with the uh, bathrobe and heels chasing, out of the, chasing <laughs> well, the garbage truck out of my true. pocket. It's <laughs> interesting.
0: <laughs> Sorry, you know. Lot, well, thankfully, there's a lot of trees between <laughs> right. one of my neighbors and my house. You, you know?
1: are fashion forward, my <laughs> friend.
0: <laughs> and, you know, I just upgraded my robe because the robe I had to have had that I loved, but my kids will not let me wear it anymore. Uh, it's in the Goodwill pile now. Had a picture of Betty Boob on the front and the back. <laughs> and um, they are not having that anymore so they upgraded it's actually a much nicer robe but it seems like the
1: betty boop robe would go with the heels i'm
0: telling you i love that robe but yeah i can't (laughs) wear that one anymore
1: all right well let's talk to kim in linwood
0: hi kim how are you um i'm okay good good and you know even though you said that i don't feel that way at all as soon as i heard your voice i I practically want to cry so i know you're not okay right
5: Probably not, yeah, probably not. <laughs> but, but I like
0: that you have a positive attitude about it, right? So that's good. So what's your question for me?
5: Well, uh, I know your show is about spirit guides, and yeah. uh, I actually have an appointment with you in August.
0: Lovely. Um, Thank you.
5: And so um, actually I actually have two questions. One question is, uh, well, I'm a single mom, and mm-hmm. before I became a mom, I was doing lots of Reiki, did Reiki from yeah. two and three, was really connected. Yeah. And now I'm not, and I'm having a hard time reconnecting and uh, sort of just letting myself be led by by intuition and uh, getting out of my head.
0: Right. So what happened between, you know, the place where you were feeling connected and where you are now? What life event occurred?
5: I had a baby. Okay.
0: <laughs> So, so generally children don't turn off our intuition or, you know, oh, they, well, and the breakup and the breakup. Okay, there we go. Yeah. And, and so I'm really actually happy you broke up because I, you know, I was hoping, I always hope because I can see people's relationships and when someone's with someone that I would prefer they not to be, you know, I, I, I feel bad telling them that. So yay. Yay. I don't <laughs> have to tell you that you already did that on your own. Congratulations. So is it scary being on your own?
5: Um, I think it's scarier letting somebody else in once I'm mm. a single you know, uh, into right. our, our life. It's safer to be right. uh, it, in control of us. Right. And it, how old's your child? She's three.
0: Okay. She's darling, by the way. And she's very smart. So I'll tell you this. If you bring someone home, you know, after you've dated them for a while, or you guys meet at McDonald's for French fries when you <laughs> introduce the child, if she tells you that he's yucky, don't date him anymore. I'm serious. Your kid has, she has, she knows, she has that knowingness. Have you noticed that about her?
5: Yeah, she, well, she, um, I did acupuncture uh-huh. with her, um, and when I was pregnant.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: And then I also, she was, uh, given a Reiki baby shower by all the Reiki oh practitioners.
0: Oh, my goodness gracious.
5: I gave her lots of Reiki when she was, um, when I was pregnant. So, well, and she's-, she's got a lot of protection around her. She's a
0: smart cookie. You know, she definitely knows. She knew the right parent to pick for her. You know, and we all pick the right parent. But it's lovely to see the consciousness on the earth plane changing when people are really allowing themselves to be who they are. It's just so phenomenal. So you kind of don't have anything to worry about. Because if you're dating someone that your daughter thinks is not in the highest good of everyone, she's going to let you know. She's, that guy's yucky, Mom. Yucky. And then you're just going to go, okay, honey. And you're going to go on to the next guy. You know, protection, and notice what you said, she's really protected. Um, I have kind of a different feeling about protection. You're right. She she is protected. I believe what allows us to be protection is our love and compassion that we have for ourselves. Because the truth is, everyone is adored and cherished and loved and supported at every moment. And the reason why we allow ourselves to be in that place is when we feel that we deserve that and that we're valuable. Protection is not about... You know, making a decision that we're protected out of fear, you know, protection is about trusting that we're connected to the universe and we're going to make profound and amazing choices for ourselves. Does does that make sense? Yeah. And your daughter feels that. And partially because of you, you're a wonderful mom and you're consistent. You're very honest with her, which children really do appreciate. She's an old soul. So she's going to know anyway. If you try to tell her a little fib, she's going to know the truth and you have been very honest with her and i truly appreciate it so relax about you know who or what's going to happen in the future regarding your relationships if you feel like dating and having fun go ahead and if you bring someone home that she doesn't think that's in the highest good you're going to know it and and i would recommend trusting her intuition okay does that help
5: yeah i i mean yeah it's good to know that she's she's uh, very smart yeah
0: And and it's okay for you to go have fun and, and, you know, and date people and whatever it is that you want to do. It's really okay to do that. You're not going to make a mistake. And that's what you really need to hear. And and what I want to point out when I say that is there are no mistakes. Every single one of us is making the best decision that we possibly can. And in every situation, we're learning from that experience. And that's what we need to feel. So now I can, now I'm in the grief in your body. Thanks for letting me in because you a little pr- protective, um, I-, I would work on appreciating all the choices you've made and honoring them rather than giving yourself a hard time about the choices you've made in the past. This will help you make choices that you can really value immediately in the future. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And thanks for calling in. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Alrighty. <laughs> can't get the thing button on the thing to work. No. It's Vegas. I'm telling it's, you, we're right in the middle of the fourth dimension. It's crowded. <laughs> it's busy. The guides are here. There's a lot going on.
1: It's something. But now, yeah. now that I got the mic on, I can tell you that we've got Phyllis on the line calling from Bellevue.
0: Hi, Phyllis. How are you? Oh, fine. How Good. are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you today?
6: Uh, I'd like to know about my spirit guides. Mm-hmm.
0: You have a lot. So isn't it great? Everyone who's called in today has way more spirit guides than I do. No, I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing out the fact. You have a lot. And actually, I would say um, over the last um, four months, you got an additional 10 guides. So you have about 20 guides right now, right next to you. Why is that? Well, it's a great question, too. When people are in, in the precedence of making some profound changes in their life, Sometimes your primary guides are going to say, Way, you know, say, Wow, you know, this is wonderful stuff that Phyllis is doing, and we need some support because we didn't anticipate her necessarily moving in this direction so quickly. Or maybe there was worry with yourself before you came to earth that you weren't going to move in the direction that you're moving in right now, or that you've um, decided to make some changes in your life regarding. And so your guides have asked for reinforcements, maybe those who have. Um, a stronger knowledge base about some of the changes that you're considering taking. Have you thought about making some significant changes recently? No. No. Okay. Have you made significant changes?
6: Well, I've focused on my children a lot more th- lately.
0: Uh-huh. And so how old are the kids?
6: Um, they're from six years old to 13.
0: Uh-huh. How many are there?
6: Five.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, I can see why you needed more guides. <laughs> so you started to put your focus on your children, right? More of a, a, you know, so like even one-on-one with them? Or what was this focus that you've been participating in?
6: Um, I think a lot of my my children are going through a lot of transitions mm-hmm. um, socially and uh, even in their education. Mm-hmm. So I am trying to spend more time helping them uh, pursue their interests. Mm -hmm. Uh, But nothing really, you know.
0: Well, that's a big deal. You know, you, you have five children. That's a lot. Uh, you have five children, congratulations, that's fantastic, and you've decided to put all this energy towards how they are right now and even helping them in their future, it makes total sense to me that you get ten more guides. Just think two guides for each kid. And, and kids are unique and different, and when I look at the way you've raised your children, you've raised them very differently than the average person. You, you Your job, you feel, and you're even more dedicated to, to it than you were before, is to... Um, Help them to maintain their spirit. Right. That's a really amazing thing. And you have five kids. I have five. That's a lot, right? So, And they're all unique and different, as you've noticed. It's
6: a lot of work.
0: It's a lot of work. So that's why you got these 10 extra guides. So here's what I'm seeing. Um, First of all, congratulations. I think that's lovely. Your kids are so fortunate. They're blessed. And in about four years... I think there'll be a transition. So when your youngest is about 10, maybe closer to 11, because is your youngest going to turn seven soon?
6: Um, in August.
0: In August. Okay. So in about six months or whatnot. So in about, you know, four years, right around there, when your child is about to turn seven, I mean, 11, you are going to begin to do work on yourself. So all this energy that you're putting for the kids, thank you so much for doing it. You're amazing. You are amazing. Your children are so blessed and lucky to have you, and you have all the support you need. So trust your insights and your decision making. That's very important for you to do. And then, in, in you know, in about four years, approximately, you're going to start to do a lot more work for you. You're going to feel this independent spin. You know, you're still going to be a dedicated, wonderful mother, but you're going to start to work on yourself. So that, but by the time the last one fly, you know, f- flies the coop or whatever that phrase is, um, you're going to have. Some interesting and wonderful things for you to discover.
6: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, do you see me heading in the right direction and doing what they, the spirit guides? I mean, I can't really tell whether I'm in the right flow of things.
0: The right what thing?
6: Flow of things. Whether, oh. you know, I'm heading in the right direction. Me
0: with the kids? Right. Right. Um, Well, you know, what I'm going to recommend that you do, because there's so much going on with your children and so many choices going on, is to um, start to get happy about all the options that are available to you and the fact that you're going to choose the perfect choice for each one of your children, because you tend to worry about it and over process and overthink each choice. And that's really difficult on your intuition and allowing things to line up. So start celebrating that, you know, every day, especially with five kids, I have three all grown, um, but I, you know, I, I, I don't know how you do it with five. You're just amazing. So if you could every day celebrate that you're making phenomenal progress with each one of these amazing children, then you won't have to worry so much about your choices and you will be in the flow. Overall, the answer I want to give you is yes. Absolutely. And then I can see a lot of choices for each kid, even academics, sports, creative activities. I mean, you're just so dedicated. It's amazing. You're amazing. Thank you. You are amazing. You need another 10 guides.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could.
0: (laughs) But thank you so much. You're welcome and congratulations. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. You too. So we've been talking about spirit guides, the other side. So I'm just going to do a, a little overall v- kind of a view of this. We're on the, in the third dimension, right? That's where Eric and I are right now, even though it's been feeling a little bit like Vegas. We're in
1: 3D, just like Avatar.
0: That's right. Oh, I love <laughs> Avatar. I want to go there, but without all the violence. Right. Yeah, I loved Avatar. That was beautiful. Um, so we're in 3D. The fourth dimension, which is right next to us, huge dimensional time-space reality, is where, you know, grandparents and loved ones and family members and friends, when they come to visit you, they have to walk through Vegas, basically, (laughs) that very busy time-space reality, and come to the third dimension to talk to you. As a medium, I stand in the fourth dimension, so that's why I don't need to go to Vegas. Apparently, I'm there all the time. And I communicate with loved ones and pass on information. The fifth dimension is where all of you were before you came to Earth. It's where you picked your parents, where you decided what part of the country would be best for you to live in, where you asked beings that you believe are more enlightened than you are to be your guides this time in life. And you can pretty much assume that you've been a guide for other people before, too. And then you went into a body... You're your, the whoever brought you here to the planet, whether it was your mother or a surrogate or however it happened, you know, uh, if you were adopted or whatnot. And then you came into your family and your guides will be with you until the day you leave this place. They love you. They adore you and they cherish you. And what they want most more than anything is for you to feel their presence, to feel their compassion towards you. And they want you to know you have free will. So if you're communicating with your guides and you feel like it's not working out rewrite the question, write it different, write it in the way that scares the heck out of you, write it in the way that that you don't even want to hear the answer about if you're having some challenges. And then, you know, meditate, listen to music, Uh, go do something fun, go for a walk, play with your cat or your dog or your children, do something fun, because that will help the information flow into your life. And remember, they're with you always, and they're dedicated to your growth. I just want to thank everyone again for listening to the show, for everyone calling in, those uh, who are so courageous to call in into the lines, and those of you who are listening quietly at your computers or in your cars. And you can listen to this show on Sunday at noon, and I will be back next week, and we'll have a special visit with Dr. Merritt. Thank you so much, and joyful blessings.